You're listening to the Detroit Worldwide Podcast, where we highlight the stories of Native Detroiters that are doing great things in their community and using their impact across the globe. I'm Marquise Taylor. Welcome to the D. What up, though? Welcome to another installment of the Detroit Worldwide Podcast. I am Marquise Taylor, and on this week's edition of the podcast, we are continuing our Men of Morehouse series, and setting things off for us this week is Rashad Dudley, who is a community leader, educator, and entrepreneur. Rashad is coming to us live from Memphis, Tennessee. And in this episode, you're going to learn about his experience at Morehouse College and how he was able to navigate the pandemic of 2020 during his senior year. You're also going to learn about his nonprofit organization based out of Memphis, Tennessee called Black Boys Empowered, as well as his fashion line called Rare Clothing Company. Rashad is building a legacy, not only for himself, but for the next generation of leaders coming up behind him. In fact, his story is a testament to the great Morehouse men we have featured on this podcast. So I want you to sit back, listen, and become inspired by everything that you hear today. Now, all of that being said, you have heard enough from me. So why don't we dive into the discussion that I had with the one and only Rashad Dudley. All right. This is Detroit Worldwide. Our guest is Rashad Dudley. And in this conversation, you're going to learn about everything that he is doing. He's coming to us live from Memphis, Tennessee. And this is actually a first. I don't think we've ever interviewed anybody that's living in Memphis, Tennessee. But we're going to dive deep into his background and learn more about the amazing work that he's doing. So, Rashad, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. What up, though? What was going on? Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Man, most definitely. And as we are continuing our Men of Morehouse series, we wanted to just really acknowledge the work that you all are doing. We've had some fantastic men. I like to think that you are joining that lineage of men that we've had on the podcast. So as we dive into everything, I want to familiarize you with our listening audience and begin by asking you, who is Rashad Dudley and what are you most known for? So I am Rashad T. Dudley. I am the CEO and founder of Black Boys Empower Incorporated. And that's a nonprofit created to empower Black boys through education, leadership, and advocacy. And then I'm also the co-owner of Rare Clothing Co. We are an online men's clothing store we opened up back in January of 2021. As far as like my career, I currently work for a public charter high school in Memphis as a student support advisor, where I kind of like provide teams with restorative justice practices and behavior intervention strategies. So. As far as what I'm most known for, I say just working in the community. That's kind of like the biggest thing that people know about me. 
community work is always needed and we're excited to share the rest of your story. Now, I do want to take it back to where it all began, the city of Detroit. So what was your experience like growing up in the D? So pretty much I grew up, born and raised in Detroit. As I got older, we moved like out into like the metro area. Growing up, I mean, it was cool. It was definitely cool, you know, growing up in a city where like, you know, such history and just like, you know, learning more about the city itself. But then you also having those experiences like other folks, like me personally, father was murdered in the city when I was 11. Brother was murdered in the city when I was 13. So we we do have those experiences as well. But outside of that, I mean, growing up in the city, it was definitely, it, 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 it taught me a lot, I'd say. Man, condolences to you on that. I know that it was probably a lot to deal with. And I can imagine the pain you must have felt experiencing those losses. So I just wanted to extend my condolences and offer those to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, most definitely. Now, thinking about growing up in the D or Metro Detroit, how did Detroit shape the way that you saw the world growing up? Uh, for me, I'd probably just say it increased my passion to work in my community because I just, just being from Detroit itself and knowing like this is this is what we go through every day. You know, we come from a city where we can, we can definitely like, you know, build up our city. So, it, I mean, it increased my passion to, to work in the community. And then it also just like molded me into the person that I am today. Like I learned the hustle and the grind from growing up in the city. Like, and that shaped the way I seen anything. I knew I wanted to eat when I when I got out into, you know, really working and, and doing all that. I knew I wanted to to grind. And that's basically what the city, you know, taught me. Now, 2014, you arrived at Morehouse College in pursuit of your degree. So give me your first impressions of Morehouse and what goals that you set out to accomplish when you arrived on campus. Even coming into Atlanta, like starting in Atlanta, it was different. It was new to me. You know, this I'm, I'm in this big city. I knew a few people as far as like cousins. But outside of that, like I came to Morehouse not knowing anybody. Mm -hmm. And so I knew I wanted to do so much. I knew I wanted to go to Morehouse. I wanted this business degree that I did not end up, you know, I didn't end up doing ended up leaving out of a business degree and getting a degree in urban studies just because I knew I wanted to give back to, like I'm saying, like the community and just work with like people rather than, you know, being this business mindset. Outside of that, I just say like getting on campus, I knew, I, I knew it was more than me. I knew like just, you know, going to go get that degree was for my family. Definitely going to get that degree was for like, you know, those up under me. No, as a follow-up to that question, and I probably should have asked you this before, but were you the first in your family to attend college? Or were there other members that are going before you? So I'm the first male out of my family to attend college and graduate college. And now going to be the first in my family to receive a master's degree. Man. So how did it feel being the first male to both attend and graduate college at that time? Uh, I'd say I didn't really have, you know, anybody to like kind of go back to when I was facing hardship and stuff in, in college. 
because I knew my other male figures in my family, you know, didn't do this. They didn't go and do this. But I also knew I needed to to break, I would say, generational curses. And, you know, education is probably the biggest way for me that I've broken in, in my family. Now, both the city of Detroit and Morehouse College are synonymous with Black excellence. So I got to ask you, what does it mean to be a Morehouse man, especially as someone who was raised in the city of Detroit? I'm going to go back to, you know, having that hustle and grind, you know, taking that and, you know, utilizing all of the skills and, and tradition that Morehouse teaches you. In that sense, and you, you, you're coming from two historic places once again, you know, and just knowing that you you want to be somebody who creates history. You want to be somebody who, you know, you want to be the next person who has, you know, is in black history. That's what I'd say. Most definitely. Now, you came out of college, you completed it in 2020. And during that time, we were also experiencing a pandemic the world was shut down, a lot of things paused. So as you entered your final year of college, how did you navigate those changes? First, I say online learning was not for me. It was definitely not for me. Uh, you got to the point where, okay, one, I already got senioritis, I'm ready to get up out of here. And I ended up having to stay an extra year. So me coming into the pandemic, that was the graduation year. So just being like, you know, I'm ready to get up out of here. I'm doing this online learning. So I just kind of had to figure out ways to kind of motivate myself to to finish it. And, and the motivation factor behind that was just my family and, and, and knowing that this degree, once again, was just, you know, so much more than for me. Now, navigating that, especially like during the height of the pandemic, what were some of the struggles that you faced and how were you able to overcome them? Probably the biggest struggle that I faced during that, you know, coming out of Morehouse and my senior year was probably just trying to navigate the the world like that we were living in. We were all stuck at home. I couldn't go to class anymore. I couldn't experience, you know, a real spring break. I couldn't experience a real graduation. So, I mean, it, it kind of got me to a point where I was just like, was my senior year really worth it? But luckily, you know, we were able to have our graduation and, you know, some of our events this year, well, the past, you know, May 2021, which kind of, you know, made it seem like, okay, this is what senior year would have been. This is what graduation would have looked like. Man, and I actually these questions from the perspective of someone who works with college students. At the time, I was working at the University of Minnesota, and I know from the outside looking in, it was a lot to navigate. So I tip my hat to you as a person that works with college students. Now, also in 2020, you made the decision to pursue graduate school at Clemson University. So talk to us more about the graduate program that you are pursuing and what led you to Clemson to pursue that degree. So currently a master's student at Clemson, when I'm about to receive my master's of science in youth development and leadership. And so just picking that program was kind of just me knowing that I wanted to work with youth and I had this passion to work with youth. 
for years now. And so I said, well, you know, why not go to school for it? I didn't go to school for it when I went to Morehouse. So why not now, you know? And I had all of these, this experience, like working as a director of a homeless shelter's youth program. And I've had experience working as like site coordinators at summer programs. So I knew I wanted to kind of just go and, you know, follow my passion. So that kind of led me to that program specifically. As far as Clemson, my granddad, who recently just passed a few months ago, Clemson was his dream. Like Clemson, he loved Clemson. And I knew like a place like that, you know, going to a, a school like that would have always like, you know, it made him proud. So I, I chose Clemson, not necessarily just for that program, but also, you know, kind of make my granddad proud. And I'm pretty sure you are making them proud and condolences to you again on the passing of your your grandfather. Having lost a uh, grandparent recently myself, I know how difficult that could be. So condolences to you there, bro. So in this process, being in graduate school, coming from Morehouse, what do you feel like you've been able to learn about yourself? I would say there's some things, you know, I'm still a work in progress. I say that's the biggest thing coming up out of Morehouse, getting into a grad program and then moving from somewhere where I was sitting, like I was living in Atlanta for six years and to pick up everything that I I had in Atlanta and move to a place like Memphis, not really not knowing anybody. I learned a lot about myself. It's just as far as I know I can do it. You know, I know that I, I don't like to sit in one location and just, you know, be there. And and that's the end all be all. And then I just also learned like time management. You know, that that's some of the things like I need to work on. My feet are in like a lot of things. And, you know, just being able to manage that. It's kind of something that I, I've been working on. So in addition to graduate school, you also founded a nonprofit organization called Black Boys in Power and co-founded a clothing brand. So talk to us more about both projects and what inspired you to launch them. Okay, so like I said, I'm the co-owner of Rare Clothing Co. We are a clothing brand, online clothing store. And basically, I'm, I'm doing that currently with my business partner, Myron McWhite, who's also from Detroit. He's an Alabama A&M alum. And we kind of just connected. We knew we wanted something unique. We wanted some type of clothing, something, you know, we were both were these people who enjoyed fashion and enjoyed, you know, just being able to be supported in that round of, you know, making clothing. So we kinda, that's how we kind of came up with Rare. And then the name itself is just kind of like a play on words. So we spelled it R-E-I-R just to kind of be a little different, be a little unique with our our spelling and just the brand name itself. And then Black Boys Empowered, that's not a newly founded nonprofit. I'm currently with that. It's more so I know I want to give back to Black boys in every way that I can. So we, we're currently uh, hosting a scholarship to high school seniors headed to HBCUs this fall. And so that's a $500 scholarship that we're giving out to black boys. So I just know I want to give back to my community. Man, I love the fact that you are willing to give back, but also lifting up the next generation of people going to HBCU. That's amazing. And we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. 
Now, Rashad, we are heading into the home stretch and we are approaching one of my favorite segments of the podcast, which is about music. Everybody who comes on Detroit Worldwide, I ask them this following question. If they had to identify a song in their opinion that best represents Detroit, what would that song be? So, Mr. Rashad Dudley, I pose that question to you. Hopefully, I'll give you enough time to think about a song. So, hit me, bro. All right. So, I'm I'm young Detroit, so I, I won't say like uh, uh, Eminem or, you know, songs like that. For me, really anything like Sada Baby, Peasy or like Payroll, honestly, reminds me of Detroit. But the first song that really reminds me of Detroit probably would be uh, Doughboy's Cash Out, Good Ass Day. And I picked that. I mean, honestly, you put that on and, and you're going to really see me from Detroit. Everybody going to get it. And I love it. I also love the fact that you said you're from Young Detroit because coincidentally, somebody else gave that song as well. And they're not that much uh, older than you. Hey, yeah, I wasn't going to give you no Motown or something like that. <laughs> no, it's all good, bro. Still a good choice nonetheless. So what do you have going on next, bro? How can we support you? I know that you said that you are trying to do a scholarship for your organization. Is there anything that we can do to help you as a community at all? So right now, spreading the word is probably the best thing that, that anybody can do to support. I think word of mouth is the biggest way to support someone. Outside of that, we are taking donations. And you can do that through our PayPal, which is like info at blackboysempowered.org. Or you can do it through our cash app, which is Money Sign, Black Boys Empowered. And we're kind of just taking donations to just kind of keep our black boys in school and, and, and get them to HBCUs. That's really the work that we're doing in that sense. And just supporting, supporting any way you can, spreading the word, sending it to someone. It, if you know a high school senior headed to an HBCU, you know, spread it to them. As far as Rare Clothing Co., support us by purchasing you can follow us on instagram at rare r-e-i-r dot clothing and you know buy something from us you know uh, we're doing this work you know to put out for others we're not doing it just for ourselves we're doing it for others man i love it i love it i know you shouted out the places where people can donate as well as the uh clothing website but where can people find you in a social media space if they want to get in contact with you directly Let's connect. Follow me on Instagram at Rashad, R-A-S-H-A-D-T, Dudley, D-U-D-L-E-Y. Or you can follow me on LinkedIn at Rashad Dudley. Yeah, and that's how we can connect. Let's connect. All right, we'll make sure we get everything in the show notes and we'll make sure that people are able to uh, support your clothing brand as well as your nonprofit organization as well. All right, Rashad, final question as we wrap up. And that question is simple. What does Detroit mean to you? To me, Detroit will forever be home. It's a place where there's no other place like it. We have this hustle, this grind. We have this this mindset of, you know, going out into the world and getting it. And I don't think really, I can't name another place, another city like this. Man. Truer words have never been spoken. You said mm -hmm. a lot, but I like to think that everything that you said was very much true. Well, Rashad, 
Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Much appreciated. You're doing some amazing work. You are joining a lineage of guests we've had on the podcast. We're graduates of Morehouse College that are doing amazing work. You are just a fantastic young man. So keep up the good work and just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. I, I much appreciate it. Thank you for putting me on this platform and, you know, being able to tell my story. Well, on behalf of Rashad Dudley, I am Marquise Taylor. This is Detroit Worldwide, and we will both holler at y'all on the other side. Peace. All right, y'all have a good one. Loving what you're hearing? Then feel free to visit our new website where you can listen to previous episodes, explore our Black Business Directory, and also check out other content related to this platform. Head over to DetroitWorldwide.com to learn more. And if you're listening on an Apple device, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review. This platform will not exist without your support. I thank you.